We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hi, folks. Hope you're all doing well. Hola. Hello, Zan. How are Jake, you? Jake, you know what? It's a sad day for the esports industry. It but truly is, I'm and we'll continue trucking. to be. Yeah, yeah. You're not the only one struggling. Everyone mm, else is mm. as well. Yeah, the whole scene is. Uh, we're definitely going to tell you guys more about those struggles here sometime soon. Welcome back to the Esports Rewind. Uh, every single day, guys. No, every single week. Uh, same <laughs> same time. Uh, God, I could not do this daily. Close enough, close enough. We're going to yeah. break down all the top stories for all of you guys. Ready to kick it off? Yeah, let's hit it. Let, let, let's do it. All right, Zan, I'm going to present you two business options to start off this good old uh, Ooh, okay. this good old Wad West. Okay. And uh, last time we talked about, last week we actually talked about FaZe Dubs versus mm. Sore Carl. If you guys missed that, great story. Not really. Yeah, <laughs> depends how you look at it. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> this one, more of a great story. That's going to be two gigantic announcements. Uh, 100 Thieves a bit back, they announced their 100 Thieves compound. Mm. Uh, probably, arguably, I would say, if not a top three, the number one esports facility currently in the game. And now, as of this past week, probably two weeks ago at the point of this podcast going out, FaZe Clan, also a gigantic announcement. Probably the most expensive and largest content house we will ever see in esports. Yeah, for the immediate future, absolutely. Yeah, uh, ranging I think it's a beast. I mean, it's it's millions, millions and millions, and of course, around $80,000 per month in rent is the speculative amount. And so my question to you is who gets the better deal out of their compounds? Well, I mean, first of all, that's a, that's a no-brainer. 100 Thieves because they didn't pay for it. Okay, all right. I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was going to be my next point. God dang it. Frick. Uh, if you guys had not heard as well, uh, updates and news on that. We mm. actually had a video on the channel about the sponsors 100 Thieves had. They decked yep. out the entire facility very smart, smartfully. Uh, is that Intelligently. Right Intelligent. Thank you. Yeah. Intelligently. Uh, I think it was like seven to eight sponsors, the latest one being Elgato. And we just found out as of us recording that it actually paid for the entire expenses mm -hmm. of the facility. So I guess my question just becomes a, a nil question. But I mean, 
it's well, it's crazy it's to imagine. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure those sponsors are pretty happy about their deal because now their logos are all over the place and all this content they're making there, and the fees are split between them. I, I imagine so. It's not like one company was paying the 35 mil. Yeah, or whatever the rent comes down to. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. none of them actually put down the, the entire. Right, right. Yeah, nobody, nobody walked up with a suitcase and was th- like, <laughs> "You got Totino's? Here. Yeah, uh, Nate shot. <laughs> <laughs> you sell so many pizza rolls, you want to buy your 35 million? Yeah, of course, it's obviously uh-huh. split the rent Clear. between yep. all of them. Yep. But it's certainly a first that we've seen. I w- imagine. I don't think anyone else probably can say not this. not nearly at this level. Yeah, no. really, really utilizing those sponsors and really bringing in sponsors that no one else can. Albeit, we can play the other side of things as well. Oh, absolutely. When it comes time for if there was any esports organization who could afford to pay eighty grand a month just for content creators to live somewhere, it's Phase. Oh, I don't. For e- sure. I don't even think Hunter Thieves could pull that off. Yeah, and unless I think, it was sponsored. I think they're going to be doing just fine with the amount of money they spend, especially with just like just imagine the return just just the return off of the house tour. That's yeah. at least tens of thousands over like over that video's lifespan. And then all the content they're going to be able to make now that they're all like right next to each other. Yeah. And they have this huge, like you can't even call it a content house almost. That thing is it like is it's a compound. It is yeah. a residence in uh-huh, itself. Uh-huh. Uh, but certainly when it comes time for the millions of views that that's going to draw in, you know, obviously maybe they, I'm surprised they didn't have sponsors, at least at the point of us, again, recording this one, they right. didn't have any sponsors for the, yeah, not which that is we've very seen. shocking. Yeah. Very, very surprising. Um, of course, they have their affiliation heavily with like, uh, like a sponsor or a partner like G Fuel, mm. um, but it's, it's just crazy. Crazy to see when it comes time for, again, leading moves out there of whether it's the draw of sponsorships or the amount of money they can pay for content. Phase, Hunter Thieves, Phase, Hunter Thieves. Yeah, back and forth. There's no better answer here. They're both doing very, very well, and it's crazy to see the moves they keep on making. Okay, Jakey boy. So, you know, I'm a bit of a fashion guy, you know. You're? Like, you know, tiny, tiny bit. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) About as polar opposite as it gets. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's a little bit of a crossover from the fashion industry and the sports industry and the esports industry all coming together as one this week. It really, no, it's actually kind of cool. It's dope. So, basically, Adidas, FIFA, and Google are partnering for these insoles for soccer cleats. What a freaking combination. (laughs) Yeah, right. Adidas, FIFA, and Google? Google. What the f? Yeah. Right, and I'm shocked nobody's talking about I'm it. I'm really week. curious how this meeting comes about. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the FIFA people are just like, "Hey, Adidas, so you know, you make our soccer cleats. Do you want to get Google on the line? We yeah, can yeah, sort yeah, something yeah. out." All like, of a sudden, yeah. three-way call. Yeah, yeah, like all on Skype. And they're like, "We showing. got an idea." They all at the same time, <laughs> foot soles. Yeah, insoles. Insoles. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so basically, uh, for I know the term insole doesn't get tossed around a ton. So let me real quick. The insole is that little piece of a uh, fabric that separates your foot from the actual bottom of your shoe. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I used to run. JV. Yeah, well, hey. And those are the things that sometimes come out of your shoe. and you uh-huh. get really, Yeah, and they also smell bad. You can replace yep. them sometimes and wash them separately. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, court, crucial context. Some yeah, people yeah. may not you like it. You guys hey. need to know. <laughs> yeah, very important. So basically, there is this chip inside of these insoles, which they are calling uh, their Adidas Gamer insoles. Gamer spelled G-M-R, of course, because, you know, they're yeah. hip and they're with it. Yeah, because why spell it the right way? Because... Oh, to be fair, we're, we're people that talk about spelling things the right way. I can't think of, like, probably 60% of esports names are, like, misspellings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, basically, so this insole goes in the, into any soccer cleat, and it'll track your kicks, your ball control, your running, all of that. And then it'll convert that into rewards in FIFA Mobile. 
for Ultimate Team. Oh, that's actually pretty dope. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, that's actually really sick. Uh, so it'll set you up with like weekly challenges. That is stuff like you know, if you're doing sprints, it'll track that. If you're running distance, it'll track that. If you're doing really good on passing the ball to other people, it'll track that. Just shooting that the ball. So cool. Yeah, yeah. Are there decent rewards? Do we know it all? Or that uh, they, they literally just released yesterday. So we don't know. We don't have a ton of details. Dang. But you know what actually blew my mind about this? Guess how much they are. Are they reasonable? They're forty bucks. Forty bucks, dude. I was gonna be middle. I was gonna. I was gonna try and lowball as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, say right? Sixty. Yeah. Are there? Are they actual? Wait, there's an actual soccer term for this shoot. Mm. If I call them cleats, do they? Yeah, call they're cleats. Yeah. But I feel like soccer people call them something different. I think I'm pretty sure they're cleats because when I was reading the like you know the official press stuff, I could be wrong, but I, stuff, I can hear the soccer. Cleats. I can hear the football fans <laughs> hey, making fun of us. We right apologize. Now. We don't wear cleats. But if we that's know what for called. a fact forty yeah. bucks is a steal. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously that's not the price of the shoe. It's the insole. It's the insole. Okay. That's with the chip. And that can go in any any shoe, any time. That's okay, pretty that's, dope. Okay, that's, that's a bit more. That's for, a bit more what you probably expect. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, just the, the level of technology on display here, just for like this little thing you this just flip so into weird. any shoe. This is so weird because it, it, yeah, it's like you're not spending forty bucks on an in-game transaction, but you're spending forty dollars to get yourself active to then eventually. Mm -hmm. Maybe get a maybe get money worth in game. Maybe get your yeah. money's back in game. Yeah, yeah. But also get something out of it. I, that's it's, uh, it's it's super weird. But at the same time, I mean, we've seen it before. Pokemon Go has this with like they've got their little like step counter thing you can yeah. buy, and like uh, older Pokemon games have had that too. Honestly, with I, I feel like we're probably at the uh, slightly above average active for gamers. Yeah, I probably. would love for other games to do this, but I don't see it being anything outside of Pokemon Go and FIFA. Yeah, probably. I don't see Counter Strike or League of Legends <laughs> saying, "Oh, every time you go outside, you know, we'll yeah. wear your wristwatch." We'll boost your KD. Yeah, we'll boost your freaking. Uh, I don't know. Freaking. I don't get experience towards ranked points. Yeah, oh God, right, that'd yeah. be weird. Like you yeah, earn more blue essence. Sus, so. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I'm very curious if this is gonna go over well. I. Yeah, I don't know if it's really gained traction because even like I when I was reading through the reports like they were saying there it was all about hey they're gonna have a huge announcement to reveal them and then nobody reported on the actual reveal or the announcement uh, like literally nobody and Adidas isn't really promoting it they're just out here like hey guys we have it yeah uh, okay well we'll see how we'll it see. does we'll it's cer certainly a really cool concept mm -hmm. and it also reminds me of gamer shoes so oh, yeah yeah and so <laughs> but at least this one, this, this one has a more of a purpose. This I would one, say. this one makes a lot more sense than those. Like I don't know what those are for. Yeah, we'll see yeah. if that sense actually uh -huh. makes sense. So yeah. we'll, uh, yeah, makes we'll, the dollars and the sense. Yeah, we'll keep you guys posted. <laughs> Zan Zan, the magic man. I'm gonna ask you a question, okay, my friend? <laughs> that is like if I heard if I heard that in the middle of the night, I would be terrified. Dude, there, are so, there are so many things I say in our house in the middle of the night where where our, our team leader Madge is like, oh my god. I, I get <laughs> I'm convinced that half the reason you guys think there's a ghost is just because you say some nonsense <laughs> at 1 a.m. Hello there. And Colin and Maz are just like, that's the ghost. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I, this all makes sense, guys, okay? I'm going to ask Zan a question because mm. it's it's that point in time. We actually, last week now, Warzone has been released. Yes. Warzone at launch has been nuts. It's been absolutely Insane. nuts. I think the biggest battle royale launch we've seen. Actually. I would agree, because yeah. Fortnite was a steady, and then a, all of a sudden explosive. So yeah. if we're going only off launch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Apex did pretty well, but not close to six million. Six well. million downloads in the first twenty-four hours. Crazy. Absolutely nuts. Crazy. Uh, free to play, cross-platform, whatever you want. It's the biggest hype game and battle royale we're talking about. My question is: Can a battle royale be an esport? And I, I'm 
definitely, I think our answer is probably going to lean towards the same. Yeah. And I'm only asking because me and you have talked about the likes of PUBG. PUBG mm -hmm. Mobile is doing just fine. The main PUBG is certainly dwindling. A lot of esports right. organizations backing out. Apex, kind of the same story. Apex was the original Fortnite killer. Um, they had their global series this year, but uh, with the coronavirus stuff, who knows what's going to happen there. And besides the global series, it took them, what was it, a year? Just over a year Something to announce? Something like that, yeah. Any, any real, besides Code Reds and Twitch Rivals and actual mm. events, it took them so long. Apex will always be an entertaining game. I don't right. know if it's going to be a, a successful eSport. Fortnite, the last one. Fortnite, obviously, numbers now in the dip. Uh, Fortnite World Cup number two, maybe not happening. Competitive scene has been struggling for sure. And so I think it, it's, it's, it's a reasonable argument to make. Mm -hmm. can, at the, can Battle Royales even succeed as esports? See, I think the question more is not can Battle Royales succeed, more do people need to force Battle Royales to be esports so quickly? Yeah. Right? And I think because what we're seeing with Fortnite and Apex and such is the companies are trying to really pushing the esports angle themselves, right? It's not like the community as much who's like building up this, gra this grassroots competitive esports scene and, you know, they've got all this hype and energy and they're just passionate about it. It's more like the company saying, hey, we'll give you all this money, come compete and play our game. You know, and yeah. that, that, that can only sustain you for so long. Whereas something like Call of Duty, it already like obviously the company itself, Activision Blizzard, is still pouring tons of money into the Call of Duty competitive scene. But it has that backbone still, you know, inherently of having come up to be its own yeah. successful yeah. esport on its own. And I wouldn't even say it's Activision. They actually have just gotten organizations to somehow yeah, buy into yeah. this crazy motto. Uh -huh. but, but which like is exactly, you said, yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what matters, that the organizations themselves are like, we want to do it. Yeah, which is crazy. Mm. Like, you build up over time that mm. solidified loyalty from these organizations who say, yeah, we're from grassroots and we trust the future of this league. Right. Let, all, let, let us do the legwork. Activision is like, yeah, we'll keep raking it in. Mm. Um, certainly, I think, especially the, the games I talked about, maybe besides PUBG, with Apex and Fortnite and now Warzone, uh, Warzone being a bit different, but Apex and Fortnite, especially when you look at Fortnite, like you said, just dumped. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they, they knew what worked, right? But now they have, what we have a case of is they dumped 80 plus million dollars in less than two years yep. into a competitive scene. And now people are thinking, oh, just like, you know, maybe League of Legends or Counter-Strike or Rocket League, or especially when you look towards um, other games out there, they steadily grow. Like the Dota 2 as well. They steadily grow with a prize. Yeah, typically, not, not, being, not having the league force it to grow. Yeah, like, yeah typical the fashion. Yeah. Every few years you see these prize pools with esports generally go up. Mm. With Fortnite, just... Flat, flat line to just gigantic spike, and now people, I don't blame them, mm -hmm. they expect bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, and at this point, you got to ask the question, are players going to stick around competitively if the money's not there anymore? Because Epic can't afford to do this forever. I know, but they can yeah. afford to do it for quite some time. Quite and, some time, It's yeah. funny. It's funny how small, I'm doing quotes, their uh -huh. prize pools are, but it's still so much more than other battle royales. Absolutely. So I think we're going to see plenty of people stick it out. Um, but, you know, to more to the point, I don't know what Warzone's angle is going to be, but I definitely agree with you that I don't know if it's necessary to be an eSport. To, yeah. be a, to be a casually competitive game where you have every now and again these events with streamers, content mm -hmm. creators, maybe mm -hmm. other pro players join Warzone for yeah. a bit. Yeah, maybe like more like exhibition style as yeah. opposed to like need everything needing a global series. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's yeah. the angle that Warzone's going to try and go with an eSport, especially mm. with Call of Duty already having their own franchise league. Right, don't want why too much confusion there. Yeah, why, yeah. Why try and bring your Call of Duty pros into, into Warzone? There's just no need for it. Mm. Um, so I honestly can't see, besides Fortnite, and even that, we have our concerns with an actual battle royale taking off competitively and lasting as an eSport. Right.
So we'll, we'll see what the future holds here, guys. Warzone's still pretty successful. We'll see if even that success can hang on longer than others has. have. Frick. All right, everybody, before our next segment, we have a quick shout-out to one of our sponsors. With currently no NBA, NHL, or college basketball, you might think there's nothing to bet on, but you'd be wrong. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager, starting with eSports, which could become the final live sporting events thanks to online broadcasts. They also have action in the online casino, to poker, and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. And traditional sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts for now. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, The Elections, The Spelling Bee, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your new ticket to online action. And now, let's get back to the next topic. Okay, kind of kind of connecting to your previous topic, Jake, let's talk about League of Legends real quick. Let's do it. There was some drama in the scene this week as Riot rolled out this new set of guidelines for North American community tournaments, right? And they're pretty restrictive is the problem here because these community tournaments, are, are it's referring purely to events put on by, like, you say you're in high school, you're putting on a tournament, you're in college putting on a tournament, you're a community, like, you know, group of people putting on an event it mm -hmm. it, these rules ex apply exclusively to those types of events mm -hmm. right and generally speaking most of them aren't insane there's stuff like hey you can't just use our name and your bra our branding for whatever you want rip sorry <laughs> you can't yeah you can't like you know profit off of our game you know you can't charge people too much to come to your tournament you know stuff like that that's yeah. all reasonable but where it gets a little tricky is where they start really limiting odd stuffs for schools specifically so there's one general rule set for high school and college events specifically. I'm going to read you a couple of the rules that they've got uh, laid down here. For example, the total prize pool across events from one organizer can't exceed $10,000 per year. So if you are a high school that's running an event, right, and you have a prize pool, you can't go above $10,000, and that's not just pure cash. You can't. Oh, no, that's my next question. Yeah, yeah. Not scholarships or no, uh, any nothing, items? You nothing. You can't be valued. In value. Pure value, you can't go above $10,000 in a single year. Not only that, but... Is that per league, you said? Per, per event, per organizer. So as in so total. Total. As a, as a TO, tournament organizer, yeah. throughout the entire year. Entire year. Total can't be more... What are they going to give out? Yeah, right? <laughs> you guys, you High fives. <laughs> like, oh my, by the end of the year, you'll be like, we, we reached our quota. Yeah, like, right, right. And then you're, what are you going to do? Just not have an event at what that point? What the heck? Yeah. And I then, hadn't read this on purpose. So I was mm -hmm. hoping someone would bring it up. Yeah. Uh, also, if you uh, have a sponsor that wants to help you, you know, get your event off the ground, contribute to your prize pool, et cetera, et cetera, you know, one sponsor can't support more than three events in a year. Do you have reasons behind why they... They did not provide reasons. They just had said, these are the rules, guys. This is what's going on now. <laughs> they didn't give reasons. They said, obviously, people aren't, didn't Sorry, like it. So a them. lot of my reaction is going to be shocked because this yeah. is like first time, uh, it's first time inter interaction with it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lengthy document, and these rules are just like nuts. Just reading it, I had to reread it a couple times to make sure I was understanding it correctly because I was like, what is this? And like, all of this, by the way, I know you guys maybe don't watch a lot of our high school or college league content because mm -hmm. we don't have too much, but we have, you know, we've talked a little bit about these high school leagues. Right. We, we have these top high school leagues across over 10,000 schools apiece. Mm -hmm. And so for anyone curious, you know, to reach this these limits is not too hard for a lot of these leagues. Yeah, absolutely not. Who also rely a lot on sponsors and mm -hmm. rely on what they give out to bring in schools. Right, yeah, like in that $10,000 may not range, may not sound like, you know, like that crazy, but think about like say one scholarship that's like usually in the couple thousand range. Yeah. So you hand out one scholarship and you're already at a third of your quota for the year. Like that's nuts. Yeah, what the 
Yeah, not only that, but all competitions must both start and finish within 14 days. So if you have one event and you want to keep it running for a semester, you can't do that. You got to finish it within two weeks. Okay, so it can't be like a tour. It yeah, can't, it can't mm-hmm. be a collection of points. It's yeah, got to be a single, nothing. probably a weekend. Yeah, I don't probably. mind that too much. The other it, ones very seem, limiting. The yeah. other ones seem pretty egregious. Obviously, mm-hmm. that one's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Are there said, other ones that we're worried yeah, about? Yeah, they can't. No, no events can be sponsored or shank- sanctioned by any other esports governing body. So you know, if any other esports org wanted to come in and say, "Hey, this high school that we're close to, we'd like to support your League of Legends event," can't do that. Not allowed. Uh, <laughs> and then there's some really weird word stuff where they're like, the name of your event cannot use the following words, varsity, season, championship, postseason, league, or playoffs. Not allowed. Can't say those. <laughs> what, what is going on? <laughs> I know that I, yeah. apparently, now I could be wrong on this, I know when it comes time for the big football game of the year. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? The big bowl? I, I, I don't know if we're allowed to say... Oh, 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 if you're allowed to Uber say the say actual. Ole Bay. Yeah, yeah. I've okay. actually seen Fair content play, yeah. creators not uh-huh. say that. I don't uh-huh. know if that's to true. Avoid you guys, it, yeah. If you guys know what I'm talking yeah, we'll, about. We'll play it safe. We'll play it safe. But to have those words, like yeah. league, playoffs, this, varsity. the most like, generic sports term you could ever think of. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're just like, yeah, no, you can't you can't do that. And so they didn't have any response on this. There's no. No response. But Why is this a classic big, big move, big company move kind of thing? I mean, they, technically they did respond, but their response was just like, we're listening to feedback. That doesn't mean the rules are going to change, but we're listening. Yeah. yeah. What the? That's very, very strange. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, uh, tons of educators have banded together to write an open letter to Riot. Cool, cool. Saying that, hey, these rules just aren't okay. You know, this isn't going to fly. We will just straight up stop having any League of Legends esports at our schools if you keep doing it. Because they just can't, you know, realistically speaking. Yeah. Um, you know, they asked for a lot of re- very reasonable spot, like, uh, requests. They asked for representation on Riot's uh, school board. They have one that manages all this stuff, apparently. Uh, and apparently none of the schools have representation at all. It's just Riot chilling, Riot and other organizations. Um, you know, and then they offer a way for these events to become sanctioned by Riot, because at current, there's no way to get, like, official, official Riot approval to say, hey, Riot likes this event. It's officially sponsored. Totally fine. Or officially yeah. sanctioned. No way for that to happen. To, you know. to be fair, it is still in development, obviously, when you have yeah, 10, 15,000 yeah. schools, and that's mm. not even including multiple leagues. That's just one. Right. It's got to be – it's it's going to be a process for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just a very heavy swing with these rules where they yeah. could have – I feel like they could have spent a little bit more time working with it, you know, to feel some stuff out instead of rolling out all this stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like there has to be almost a reason. I'm surprised they haven't responded as to why exactly they, they yeah. limited to – the big limitations for me are the sponsors and the $10,000 mm-hmm. to give out. So I, I wish they would have said exactly why. it Was, was yeah. someone taking advantage? See, the thing is, I'm wondering if this has to do with their new exclusive deal with Play Versus. Because Play Versus uh, signed with Riot Games to become the official uh, host of all high school League of Legends. And Play Versus also is partnered with Epic Games, correct? I believe so, yes. And they're, so they're the big league. Yeah. Are you? Do they have exceptions, or do they follow the same rules? No, th- that this, this is only community. Play Versus isn't community. So this doesn't affect play versus at all. This is dirty. Yeah, so it really, who knows if that's actually the case, but it certainly isn't a great look. Because I'll be real, I like play versus. I like a lot of what they're doing. But you can't, oh, no, no, no. You can't can't limit it to just one. You can't, yeah, you can't stifle all the grassroots. Open market, yeah. You can't just have let one, if if what we're saying is correct, you can't just have one high school league to Mm -hmm. rule them all. Right, yeah. Like, I mean, I understand why you might want to focus the attention on the one league. Oh, no, no, no. But you can't, like, what are you going to do here? Like, play versus, like, students have to pay to participate in that. $64 per season. 
So that's, you know, two seasons per year. It's over 120 bucks. And they are the most well-established now, yeah. certainly mm -hmm. with their connections. So if this is the case, and maybe we're reading this incorrectly, so I just want to throw that out right. there in case. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's... I'm not saying this is what it is. I'm just saying it's unfortunate it looks like but this. But it looks very odd if you have Play versus the now certainly number one established esports league, especially mm. with their partnerships with now Fortnite, League of Legends, others as well. And what what else could you do better to stamp out all competition mm. than to limit their sponsors and limit their prize pools? Yep. That's the number one driver of, of one, uh -huh. putting them on, and two, attending them. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, this does it's, not look good to me. Yeah, it's wild. And I hope Riot, like, you know, responds to this open letter in depth with reasons behind their choices and hopefully rolling back some of these uh, rules. Because, I, I mean, this is going to kill the, the, the high school scene for League of Legends. Like, a large part of it, at least. Because not it, everybody can, can participate. In on the other versus. side, I think yeah. it might make things simpler, though. And if Play Versus can actually put on as many events as mm -hmm. possible, maybe it would. Yeah, simpler, but maybe more. Maybe it makes it simpler, but. Simpler, but also makes it inaccessible to way too many people. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on this. And mm -hmm. if any high school esports leagues or players, you know, want to reach out and talk about this, maybe and yeah. hopefully give their two cents. Absolutely. I will say, yeah, in this open letter, once again, educators are like, hey, we'll just stop playing League. Play that's, that's, Versus, guys. That's the threat they're making. They're just like, yeah, we're just not. Play versus the monopoly of the high school and collegiate esports league. Oof, scary stuff. All right, Zan, closing statements. Uh, our final story together conjoined. Yep. Let's talk about the big. The big. Yeah. <laughs> the big monster in the corner. The big. Yeah. The virus that's going to be coronavirus that yeah. sadly no one cares about, but I think maybe more they will now yeah. because. Dude, now that it's really like, I feel like it all came to a head today. Like while we're recording this, like so many events were like, hey guys, we just can't. If you guys are yeah. a viewer of the channel, we sit in the office together and mm -hmm. legitimately every 15 minutes now we were checking Twitter yeah. event after event mm -hmm. after event. Mm -hmm. I think the roller coaster last week started with E3, then all of the Overwatch homestands. Yeah, I was keeping a list for like to go down the list today, and, and I just, I just stopped. I just stopped. Literally, I just know. started naming esports. I yeah. was like League of Legends, Overwatch, Rocket League, CS:GO, uh -huh, uh -huh. PUBG, whatever. Uh, Call of Duty now just canceled all their home stands. Find us an esport that isn't canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the easier way. Yeah. <laughs> you guys find us a single esport. Uh, FGC canceled uh -huh. their. Is that tons? The FGC is ruined. Actually, like this. This is going to kill the scene. I mean, like, we'll try mm, and keep it short, just because mm. we we could legitimately talk about so many esports. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we realize now that this moment in time, 2020, is going to be historical. Like we will look back, and I and mm -hmm. I'm, we're gonna remember. Like, yo, we were at esports talk. Like, yeah, we yeah. talked about every <laughs> single event that got canceled. Like, uh -huh. Tom Hanks and his wife. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That, that, like that just it, yeah, it's such it's a weird nuts because yeah because I don't think real, realistically speaking we've seen uh, viruses similar to this in the past right but nothing that is actually t like torpedoed so much of an industry like this in such like a make or break year I feel like why this is such a bad thing for esports because a lot of people are gonna say oh it's fine the events can just go online esports has that benefit over regular sports no but this is such like. I mean, yes, but no. Yes, but no. Yeah, because this is such like a make or break year for so many scenes. We, we talked about this, bro. We're yeah. in the midst of a bubble. And of course, yeah. the virus is like, what's that? I smell a bubble <laughs> over in esports? Yeah, right. Like, this is the first year for the Call of Duty League where they, they poured all of this money into doing the best they could at all these events to show that they could do it. Make or break year for Overwatch League yeah, by many regards absolutely. out there. All yeah. of their homestands, bye bye. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even the number one esport in the world in the largest regions of Korea and uh, uh, Asia entirely have right. just been 
just yeah. blanketed by this. Yeah, League of Legends, like LEC L and the LCS have both like been like, yeah, we're just canceling all fan interactions. Yep. No, no audience, no press. LCK, nothing. LPL, LJL, whatever. Did, did, yeah, I make mean, up it, an acronym, it's been canceled. Tell us an abbreviation <laughs> that's not been canceled. It's just, I don't know, man. I know that we like to see, we yeah. like to make some jokes about it, but mm -hmm. it certainly is getting very serious. Right. And I think we will be for the months coming talking about the repercussions. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's close on this. We we talked about before this, we even started this, mm -hmm. just one team in general. Maybe this is actually our, our main topic for this. Right. The Huntsman. NRG's COD team, the Chicago Huntsman, they sold over 7,000 tickets for their homestand. God knows how much the former Optic, now Hector, and, and some of their players play for that COD team. Right. God knows how much merch they would have sold. Mm -hmm. The venue itself, you... Uh, who knows if they're going to get a refund for the yeah, venue. Yeah, there's like insurance. People are, are always saying like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Just go back to the insurance claim. Doesn't necessarily work like that for yeah. events like this. It's very complicated. Very likely a lot of these organizers are going to have to pay out of pocket for the cancellation. It's And so you look at it, organization NRG or maybe just call, just call them Chicago Huntsman. Mm. They're maybe losing potentially over, losing out on a potential million dollars plus, mm -hmm. And that might be even a... a, a um, at the very, very least. Yeah. And so you got to expect a lot of these teams who already have bought into these leagues and now to have these home stands fail with already a gigantic investment on the line, investing into the home stands as well all the time, the staff, you just don't know what's going to happen. Will right. we Rocket League World Championships done? Will we see mm -hmm. CSGO Majors? Will we see a Dota International? Will we see League of Legends Worlds? Will there be massive layoffs for a lot of these esports organizations? Yeah. It's got to be a worry. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure these conversations are happening in every single organizer's room right now. I know in the FTC in particular, especially because most of the biggest major events are put on by community members yeah. that are just doing that as like mo essentially hobbyists and who are like like... Uh, Jabaley runs CEO Dreamland. He has a can had to cancel that, and he was very realistic on Twitter saying, hey, guys, if you can afford to not ask for a refund, please do not do so because, realistically speaking, it's like it's a single figure. I mean, literally, like, FTC chances. relies on in-person yeah, sales yeah. and yeah, because like, our our online system is just frick. It doesn't work. Yeah, so. so we can't host fair. Like we cannot do fair tournaments online for most of our games. Yeah. So they just they just have to cancel the events, and all that money is gone. Most of that money comes out of pockets of like individuals, not organizations. And so next year, it'll be interesting to see how many of the major fighting game events are even around still. Yeah, can even exist. So you know. And this time, I think it's best to ask the community be understanding of all these organizations trying to sort their way through the, what is definitely a huge blow to them. If it takes them a second to get you your refund back, please be understanding. Still be a fan. Yeah, please. Like, you know, know that it's not them trying to steal your money. They are really, really hurting. We're all hurting. You know, I think we're we're safely. We didn't put on an event this year. So Thank God. Ooh. A little meet and greet out in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, right, right. We'd have to refund 15 tickets. <laughs> Give back like one one yeah. merch shirt. Like, you actually probably can still have it. Like yeah, yeah, right. Like public right. health officials are like yeah, you have like twelve people here. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This they're like guys. You know, we send no events over two hundred fifty people. And we're like, well, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had twenty five, so I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's obviously going to be detrimental. We're going to be yeah. covering it for all of you guys. Mm -hmm. Luckily enough, we have all of you guys online watching us. Yeah, stay safe, everyone. Really, really truly. stay safe. Wash, wash your up, hands. Take it seriously. Uh huh. And uh, we'll be keeping you guys posted. All right, Zen Zen, break them down with the outro, yeah. yeah. All right, everybody, you know, listen to the esports talk, uh, rewind, esports rewind, excuse me. You know, you can do that on the go, Jake. Were you aware of that? What? If you wanted to listen to our podcast on your phone without having to open how? up YouTube, how? and like, you know, how you can't listen to YouTube while YouTube, like, while your phone is like 
sleeping. That's so dumb, but yeah, yeah I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly, right? What, how else could I watch or you listen? Know, surprisingly, we have an audio version of the podcast available on Spotify, on iTunes, you know, wherever you want to listen it to. Uh, via the East uh, prediction, excuse me, I'm, that last coronavirus wow, really, section had me like really built that stressed, up, huh? stressed. Anyway, yeah, we're on the prediction esports talk show network right here on the desk. P R E E D I C T I O N. They're great people. Tons of great esports talk shows there. You can find us all of our content there every single week, same day or actually one day before the video podcast goes live. Um, so, you know, if you want to check that out, please do so. Please subscribe, download an episode. It does help support us on the channel. You know, also. Please leave a like, please subscribe, leave a, leave a comment, all of that really Do does. Do it all, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, let, let, let us all, know baby. how you like the podcast, what you think we can improve on, what you'd like to see on next episode. We do really enjoy, like, you know, hearing from you guys. Please reach out on Twitter, Instagram. You get a lot of you guys talking to us every week. It's really great to hear from you all. You know, and Jake, do you have anything you'd like to share with them? Thanks to all of you fools who subscribe. We broke 90K last Ooh, week. Oh, yeah. I think we're at 95, 90.5. Yeah, right which now? is really yeah. exciting because mm. 100K is right around the corner, right. and it, it seems like we actually might hit it. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks to all of you guys who sent us DMs for stories. You guys are the, mm. the true ones. And uh, until next time, we good? Yeah, we're good. Same time, same day, every single week. Thank you guys for watching the Esports Rewind. And uh, until next time. Stay safe, gamers. Stay healthy, stay clean. Stay clean, mother... Mothers. Mother.